time when things are shifting. We're going to be, be a new world order. We've got to lead it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. All right, what's up, guys? It is Thursday, January 5th. We welcome you to tonight's broadcast. I'm your host, Ricky Scaparro. This is End Time Headlines, uh, news and headlines from a prophetic perspective. There is a comet that is going to be visible from Earth that is going to be passing through uh, or passing rather by earth that has not been seen since the days that woolly mammoths walked the earth. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, this information comes from a new report. Uh, it's actually coming from several sources, uh, but we'll give you one here. This is Unilad. And here's the headline, quote, comet that has not been seen since the, ne- the Neanderthals is about to pass earth again. Quote, a comet being described as a cosmic snowball will pass by Earth. Uh, and again, this was written uh, on the 30th of December of 2022. So this comet, again, described as a cosmic snowball will pass by Earth this year. In fact, it will be in February. And I'm going to show you that in just a second. For the first time in 50,000 years. Now, for all my folks out there that are the young Earth uh, folks, you had the young earth and then the old earth. I don't want to get into all that. It would take literally 30 minutes to go into the pre-Adamite world and the gap theory and where people hold to that the earth could be millions of years old, but there's a gap theory between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2. And then you have the absolutes or the young earth theory of the earth was created in 6,000 years and we're on the 7,000 year. So listen, don't get hung up in all this. So I'm just giving you the information. The, The bottom line is that this comet that is passing through that will be visible in February has not been here for a long time. So we can all agree to that. Okay. This remarkable site has not been since has not been seen since Neanderthals walked the planet again, not my verbiage. I'm only giving you the report on this and astronomers are getting hugely excited for the unique comet to be seen again. This comet, known as C2022E3 ZTF, will make its closest approach to Earth on the 1st of February 2023. So this is next month, nearly 12 months on from when scientists first discovered its existence. According to the report, astronomers first spotted the comet's bright, uh, brighter greenish comma in a yellowy dust tail on the 22nd or the on March of 2022 using a wide field survey camera at the Zwicky transient facility at the moment the comet is currently 117 million miles and again this was at the time of this report back in December from earth and is still and still has a quite a journey to make before it will be at its brightest on the 1st of February of of this year of 2023 of this report 
The comet needs to reach the sun, loop around, and then head back to our planet. Uh, it goes on and says that it could be visible when it is roughly 26 million miles away with its magnitude predicted to be a plus six. Astronomers believe this comet might be the first one seen by the naked eye since the Neowise comet two years ago on July 2020. It'd be three years now. But while the Neowise comet left a long, misty tail in the sky, this comet is most likely to appear as a gray streak across the night sky. It may be even possible to view it as early as the 26th of this month of January but will be brighter and easier to be visible by the 1st of February. The comet may also remain visible into the second week of February, but astronomers have predicted that by April it will be close to the sun in the sky and be significantly fainter, uh, so it will be very, so it'll be very hard to find even with the telescope. Now, why are we talking about this today? The reason why I wanted to bring this up today is because the comets are unique. Um, they have a, they have a history and I want to go all the way back. I want to go back. Let's go to the scripture first. Many people are unaware or they're just ignorant of the fact that Jesus mentions a signs in the heavens as one of the indication or the precursors of the coming of the Lord. In fact, in, uh, the, in the gospels of Luke 21, and then you can find us in Matthew 24. Both of these, both of these gospels talk about signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And then, uh, Luke said in his gospel, there would be great and fearful sights from heaven, uh, prior to the coming of the Lord or the revealing of the Son of Man. Also, if we go back in history, guys, there has been notable uh, notable incidences where there has been what we would call great and fearful sights from heaven or signs in the sun, moon, and stars. For example, in Joshua chapter 10, verses 12 through 14, uh, we see where in the, in the, in the battle that Joshua was ensued in that the sun actually stood still. Then we saw hailstones falling falling out of the sky into Egypt in Exodus nine twenty three, and Exodus ten twenty two. Fire and brimstone and hail; these were judgments that came upon uh, uh, upon Egypt. Then we saw a supernatural rainstorm storm that came upon the chariots of the Canaanites in Judges chapter five, uh, and uh, under the leadership of King Hezekiah. There was a shadow on a sundial that moved backwards 10 degrees that was used as a sign to King Hezekiah there. Then, of course, we go in the New Testament and we know that there was a there was a cosmic sign in the heavens that led the wise men and the Magi uh, to the birthplace of the Messiah. They knew that the Messiah would be born because they followed this star or this cosmic sign in the heavens in Matthew 2 and 2. It talks about this. Then you go over to the book of Revelation chapter 8, and it talks about there will be asteroids falling from the sky. It mentions meteorites. It talks about stars falling from heaven. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about great and fearful sights from heaven 
and even stars and meteorites and, and, and asteroids and all these things have been notable in both the Old and New Testaments in the Bible. But today I want to home in on and focus on comets. Did you know that comets have been seen as a harbinger or omen for centuries? Let me say that again. Comets have been viewed as harbingers or omens for centuries. For thousands of years, comets have actually been perceived as, uh, again, by ancient empires and civilizations and even world leaders. These comets have been seen as harbingers and omens throughout history. There has been all kinds of strange, supernatural and pivotal occurrences that have taken place and has been centered around the time frame of comets that have been visible. For example, even the deaths of famous leaders have often followed or have coincided with the appearance of comets. One of those was Julius Caesar, who uh, it was noted in history that a comet was seen in the heavens for seven days uh, prior to his death. Even uh, four years prior, in 66 A.D., four years prior to the destruction of the temple in 70 A.D., Josephus noted in his writings that there was a comet that was observed by by all those that were there visibly to see this and that it was that it hung over the city for one full year now i know many of you guys that are watching this to say well, well brother ricky i've heard this and listen i understand many of our longtime uh partners and followers of our ministry you're aware of this but there's a lot of folks that are new to our ministry there are, um, a lot of them are baby christians a lot of them have come out of nominal denominations that have never taught on this stuff so bear with if you know a lot of this stuff bear with uh, bear with those who may not know this under may not understand this or never heard this or maybe this is the first time they've ever heard this and this is something new to them scientists have researched and discovered this comet uh the one that was seen in 66 AD, four years prior to the destruction of the temple in 70 AD, there has been scientists that have done research on this, extensive research, and discovered that this comet was the same comet that centuries later would be identified as what we know as Halley's Comet, which they say is visible in our solar system every 75 to 76 years some would say for every generation Halley's comet makes its appearance watch this did you know that <clears throat> Halley's comet also again historians scientists those who study this have all researched this and found these this remarkable information Halley's comet also passed through our solar system in 12 BC when Herod was expanding the temple platform in Jerusalem and, and it reappeared in 66 AD. Again, all this was centered around the destruction of the temple, defamation of the temple and, and blasphemy there in Jerusalem. So this is phenomenal. Halley's comet also was spotted in 1910 
Ready for this? Four years prior to the onset of World War One, and then it swung back around a whole generation later, and it reappeared in 1988, four years prior to another major war, which would be known as the Gulf War. So what am I, what am I talking about? It appears here at least one comet, Halley's Comet, seems to be connected to being visible by humanity and, and coming around in our solar system. And it always comes around in a time frame prior to a major war or conflict. I'm just saying, here we go with, we have a major comet that has not been seen since way back in the time of Neanderthals, woolly mammoths, and I mean, we're talking thousands of years ago and it's now it's making its reappearance T- to me. This is something that we need to be paying attention to. Now, I know we've got a group of people out there that they don't like this kind of preaching and teaching. Oh, well, you're getting us into astrology. No, astrology is the worship of the sun, moon, stars and celestial beings. We're not worshiping them. We're giving you <clears throat> what would be called astronomy. And we're telling you, again, according to the book of Genesis, God said that there is these luminaries in the skies and these these signs in the sun, moon, and stars, they are for signs and seasons to get our attention that God is about to do something in the earth. Are you following with me? So we got to go on. What are we talking about today? Comets. Here's some more information for you. On August 9th, 1974, a large comet, which was called Kahutek, was in our solar system. During the same time frame, all nine leaders of the European common market nations lost their power. Today, this would be like the European Union, the United Nations, the World Economic Forum. It's a collaboration of leaders like this. On the day that this comet made its appearance, all of these nine leaders of this European common market lost their power that day. Also, on the same time frame, U.S. President Richard Nixon, who was in power at that time, stepped down after he was impeached. Also in this time frame on the Jewish calendar or the Hebrew calendar was the ninth of Av. And this is the anniversary of the destruction of the first and second temple in Jerusalem. Now, if you've been paying attention, you'll know that again, there was a comet that was visible four years prior to that event taking place. So again, you've got all these, what what we would call signs that are directly connected with the heavens these 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 cosmic events then there was another comet that was discovered on the 27th of april of 1993 this comet was 50,000 times brighter than halley's comet was visible on the earth and it was called the comet halebop on April 27, 1993, when it was first observed on the Hebrew calendar, 
was the day 45 years prior, or it was the anniversary of the British mandate that ended over the nation of Israel. One researcher even noted that the last time the Hellbop comet was seen by any civilization that was living on the earth at the time when it was first visible in the earth, because they tra- they've got all this technology, they can trace it back, was the time frame that Noah was preparing the ark because of a great judgment that was coming upon the earth. Guys, just take a deep breath right there. Let all that soak in for a moment. One man's book, um, who was a second century AD Hebrew scholar. And during his research, he dated biblical events. And he noted that this comet, Hellbop, was seen at the time when Noah was constructing the ark. Also, did you know that when Hellbop was discovered and when it was visible was also the same time frame that Princess Diana was killed in a tragic automobile accident? So again, you see here we have comets that are connected to major events on the earth dealing with civilizations dealing with empires dealing with empire leaders dealing with uh, wars uh, desolations uh, shifting with israel all these things the destruction of the temple the ninth of all of which is the most negative time frame on israel's history um now also did you know, this one blew me away too when I researched this, and, and I only found this when I was doing a research on major earthquakes in America. While I was digging and doing my research on this, I discovered that in 1811-1812, when the New Madrid earthquakes took place in the Midwest, these were the most destructive earthquakes in the history of the Midwest, 1811-1812. These caused uh, river beds to appear. They caused the Mississippi River to run backwards. It caused cracks and fissures in the earth. It caused geographical changes in the earth. Check out, uh, I want to show you this firsthand. I, when I, I found this, again, by researching uh, this earthquake here. This is the uh, this is the headline of this. The unbelievable rest of the story behind the New Madrid quakes. I found this very interesting. Uh, this is from Your Weather Edge. This was dated back on April 11th. You can see the t- the uh, timestamp here, April 11, 2017. I want to skip down here, and, and again, this whole article is based on the December 6, 1811, 18 uh, through March 1812. There are over 2,000 earthquakes in central Midwest and between 6,000 and 10,000 earthquakes in, uh, in the Missouri area where New Madrid is or this uh, fault line. And again, this was leading up to the event on December 16, 1811, where there was an 8.1 and then the February 7, 1812 incident where there was an 8.8. 
Now, uh, I, I, the focus today is not on earthquakes per se, but they are saying it's not a matter of if, but when the sleeping giant reawakens again, which is the Madrid fault line. And they're saying if magnitude quakes came on this scale of any scale, whether it be the one on December 16th of 1811 or the one on February, February 17th, 7th, excuse me, 1812, which again, 7.8, 8.8. If earthquakes of this magnitude happen again, the, the results of this would be catastrophic. Scientists say it's a matter of when, not if, there will be a major earthquake in the new magic seismic zone centered about 160 miles south of St. Louis. It's the last major quake that came in 1895. Only on Fox tonight, Andy Banker shows us the big concern most of us overlook. The scientists can't tell us for sure, but they say another major earthquake is eventually coming along the New Madrid fault line. And now there are concerns about what to do in the aftermath. Are there enough ways to get people out of here? There ain't no way. No one's going to get out of here. I try to drive out, but I don't think I'd make it. You pretty much live on the fault line, don't you? Yeah, yeah, right on it. it, it it's our fault. <laughs> it's our fault. Residents have adopted the town's slogan and accepted what a large earthquake could mean. Researchers are working to change that view now for eight southeastern Missouri counties that surround the New Madrid Fault, which hugs the Mississippi River from southern Missouri and Illinois into Arkansas, Kentucky, and Tennessee. How do we plan the evacuation? University of Missouri civil engineering professor Praveen Idara is leading a team of researchers in a close to $300,000 study on how best to evacuate about 300,000 residents in the event of a catastrophic quake. <laughs> Nearly all of them have felt recent rumblings. Thought a truck had hit the side of the house. Butler County Emergency Management Director Robbie Myers is still a little shaken up from November's small 4.0 quake in Poplar Bluff. He says strong quakes in similarly active seismic zones across the globe show that getting people away from the destruction to medical services elsewhere will save lives. But here, there may be only one direction to go. All of our evacuation plans are to go west. Just the assumptions that possibly we might not be able to cross the Mississippi River because this, some of the bridges might have been damaged. And that's a big hindrance is that you're not going to get a lot of people going to the east. Liquefaction along the Mississippi River banks is a very high possibility. Liquefaction happens when water saturates sediment loosened by seismic waves. Roads and buildings may float on the soupy ground and then break away. So in the New Madrid zone, I-55, the best north-south escape route, and bridges to the east like this one to Cairo, Illinois, may sink or slide. The research team is running computer models focusing on the scarcity of highways west from Cape Girardeau and points south like Charleston and Sykeston, then New Madrid, on down to Hayti in the boot heel. They're plugging in various quake magnitudes and epicenters. To see how, if you don't have three of the main bridges, how much uh, additional delay will that cause? Surveys are also going out to residents to see how they would respond. And ultimately, map apps on phones could be updated to point them to the safest way out. They, they're saying that it could actually split the nation, literally, down the middle. Um, but that's not what I want to focus on today. When you scroll down in the article, check, I highlighted this for you, and I'm going to read this here, and you can read along with me. The earthquakes, look at this, were preceded by the appearance of a great comet, 
which was visible around the globe for 17 months. And it was at its brightest during the earthquakes. So let me say that again. During these earthquakes that were historical, that that scarred, left scars in the earth, changed the geographical uh, face of the Midwest, was the, uh, was something that went down in historical record books. During the same time frame of this, there was a great comet that was visible around the globe <clears throat> for 17 months and was it its and it, and it was at its brightest during the earthquakes the comet which had an orbit of 3065 years was the was last seen during the time again they can go back and search this out it was last seen during the time of Ramesses the second in Egypt Wow. Again, what happened in Egypt? Judgment. God brought judgment there. And again, he used cosmic signs in the heavens as well. And so here in this comet, which was called the Tecumseh's Comet, was named after a Shawnee Indian leader whose name meant shooting star. Uh, He was given this name at birth. He was a great orator and a military leader. And again, so this comet was named after him. So again, this is absolutely amazing to me. And again, this might not do anything for you, but to me, this is phenomenal. And something else that I just want to throw this out there, and I've talked about this on previous podcasts, but just thrown out there as a, as a, as a point of, of conversation, just to keep an eye on, we also have this event that's going to be taking place on August 21st, 2017. We saw this trajectory of this solar eclipse. It was called the Great North American Solar Eclipse. And it drew and it made a line all the way from the west, western portion of the United States, went all the way down into the southeastern part of the United States. Now there's coming another one. There's coming another solar eclipse that's going to transpire next year on our calendar on the 8th of April on 2024 that is going to go right across this. If you were to, to the trajectory of this makes informs an X across America. And again, we've talked about this. The center of this X is consequently uh, right on the new Madrid fault zone right there on your screen this right here the center of this x of these two eclipses a august 21st 2017 the one coming next year april 8 2024 the center of the x right here on your screen is right there on the new Madrid fault line so here's where i want to uh, uh, this is all interesting to me this is where i want to leave you with so if, and this is a huge if, if the pattern of these events continue, like we've seen in history, if a, a comet 
that is about to be visible. Think about the climate that we're in. Think about the events that are taking place right now. Think about all the, everything that's going on. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm just doing this off the cuff. Think about the wars and rumors of wars. Think about the famines, the pestilence, the food shortages. Think about the, the unrest. Think about the, uh, everything that's going on in Israel with prophecy, with the temple, the preparation of the temple, the articles of the furniture, the red heifers, the, the false, possible false prophet Messiah that's rising up, all the, the messianic anticipation, the anticipation of the Antichrist rising, the deception, the image of the beast, the mark of the beast, artificial intelligence, everything that is transpiring and happening right now. We're getting, and by the way, next year on our calendar 2024, we're entering into another presidential election, which is a shifting or transition of, of what we would call a world leader, a leader of America. With all that in mind, here we have this comet that has not been seen for and for sake of argument for thousands of years this falls right in the cl- same classification as Hale-Bopp as Halley's that again they were visible centuries ago during very important time stamps in history they were and then and they reappeared in our lifetime and they appeared just literally four years prior to major wars and conflicts, or it was visible during something major happening on the earth. So here's what I'm saying. Could it be possible? So again, this is next month that this is going to be visible on February 1st. I don't know what's going to happen next month, but you know what? As a watchman, as sons of Issachar, I'm talking to all of us, as those who understand uh, the times and seasons, we look at these things and we take note of this. We take notice of this. We take documentation of this. We will remember this. I will remember this. Because come February, we're going to see what's going, we'll see what happens. But then, could it be, could it be that something's going to happen in February? I don't know. But could it mean that if you go four years out, 23, 24, 25, 26, you got 2027. We can even push it out to 2028, maybe 2027, 2028. Will there be a major, could it be the start of World War III? Could it be we enter into the tribulation? I, I don't know, guys. I'm not going to hear, I'm not trying to speculate. I'm just throwing hypothesis out. Again, based on the patterns of history, we can honestly say, you, we can't sweep this under the rug. You can ignore this and say it's a coincidence. I don't believe in that. I don't believe, look, it's one thing to have this happen once or twice, but we're talking about multiple events. They keep happening, keep transpiring, and they're on these cyclical patterns. And again, in the book of Genesis, the Bible says there will be signs and these luminaries that will be put into the heavens are there for signs and seasons for us to know. And you go to the Gospels and the New Testament, there will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, the... um 
a comet could fall into that category signs in the heavens in the cosmos and then in the gospel of luke chapter 21 he said there would be great and fearful sights from heaven so again why are we talking about this i want to inform you I want to get you informed of what's going on. And this is something I didn't want to ignore, but this is something I wanted to get the information out to you. So listen, before I want to get ready to give you some information before we do that, if you just happen to stumble across this broadcast, maybe somebody invited you in this, they tagged you in this and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to give you that opportunity right now. And I pray the Holy Spirit of God convicts you and he um, leads you to repentance. And the Bible says, if you will confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. I want to pray for you right now, friend, because we never know who may be watching this program. So if you, if that's you today and you're away from God or you don't know God and you want to get peace, this surpasses all understanding. You want to make it known. You want to be ready that if you put your head down at night tonight and, and rest your head down to sleep sleep knowing that if something were to happen that you would have your name in the lamb's book of life and be ready to be with jesus come on let's do that right now father in the name of jesus i pray for uh whoever may be watching or listen today that may be away from god or they don't know you lord i pray the holy spirit of god would convict them where they're at he would lead them to repentance as they open their mouth and confess their sins before you as they repent of their sins they put their faith and their trust back in you or, or in you I pray that, Father, that, Lord, you would give them a peace that surpasses all understanding, that you would inscribe their name according to your word. It says that all of heaven rejoices over one sinner. And Lord, I thank you that their name is being inscribed in the Lamb's book of life, that they may have eternal life. And Lord, we pray this today in Jesus' name. Friend, if that's you, we welcome you to the family. Listen, we need you to do a couple things. Number one, if you have not yet subscribed to our main website, you here's how you do it. We don't have an email digest. We used to do that. We don't do that anymore. We want you to download our free app. And it's, it's, it's easy to get if you're watching this by Rumble, YouTube, or Facebook under the description where it says download our free app. Click on the link. It's going to take you to a page where you can download a free app. If you are listening, uh, by any other outlet or any other source outside of this, uh, whether it's on, uh, uh, whether it's on, uh, Apple or Spotify, we, all you got to do is just type in end time headlines in your Play Store. Download the app, push yes to push notifications, and you're going to be ready to go, and you're going to, you're not going to miss a single headline or a podcast in the future. Secondly, if this ministry is a blessing to you and your family by informing you, equipping you of the times and seasons in which we're in, in, in the world today on a, from a biblical perspective, and you would love to be a blessing or even partner with our ministry, we want to give you the opportunity to do that. You can do that two different ways, right there on your screen. You can give electronically either through the app or you can give through the main website at endtimeheadlines.org endtimeheadlines.com or you can give by check or money order right there at the center of your screen make it out to P, uh, End Time Headlines P.O. Box 1391 that's Monroe, Georgia 30655 as always we appreciate you guys taking the time out today uh, to be a part of our great broadcast tonight um, 
Listen, we hope to see you back. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit yes to push notifications. Be notified. Hit that like button. Share it. Uh, and, and we don't want you to miss a single headline. We're going to sign off for this Thursday, January 5th. But we plan on being back here tomorrow for one more podcast to end this week of podcasting. Until then, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and may his countenance shine upon you. God bless you guys. We will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.